yeah. take it and you know be a man yeah, <laughs> suck it up. you know Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter, when you were first starting out, what would you have liked to know about trading psychology that you know now? Yeah, it's a good point. I think probably that that's the biggest part of the trading game is the psychology part and not the systems part. I was like a lot of traders, probably like you in the beginning where I was, all of my focus from 2000 to 2004 was on systems. And back then, there was like one, one Forex book that, that was available that I could find anyway. The rest of them are all technical analysis books for stock traders. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my focus was, you know, and, um, and if I, I remember, in fact, I remember one day it was when, so when I moved to Australia, I didn't really have anything to do. Like all I did was just get books from interlibrary loan. Mm-hmm. So there's a little tiny library in the town I lived in that was about the size of like a really big garage, you know? Yeah. It was it was weird, man. It was like, it was crazy. <laughs> it was like walking into a, like a sheep shed or something. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, so they had no books, right? And certainly no trading books. But yeah. what was cool was I could pay like $10, $15, $20, and they would send these books from all over, you know, from universities in, in like Adelaide huh. and stuff. It was, it was amazing. And so I had this really cool education of learning all these strategies. But in the end, I realized, and I, I remember one day I had the system that was called I learned it from a, I'll put the link in the show notes. I learned it from a Jake Bernstein book called The Stochastic Pop. Okay. And oh, I was yeah, trading yeah. this. Yeah. I was trading the strategy and it was like, it was actually working. And yet I didn't follow the rules. And I remember going out surfing, like it was a rainy day. And I remember just thinking to myself, what am I doing? Like I have this strategy, it, it works, I, but I'm not following the rules. Like I'm not, I'm taking my profits too early, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing all, I'm doing all the wrong things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it was at that point that I really understood the magnitude of the trading path, which, you know, really what it is, is really about you. It's about you, the trader. You are the mechanism that makes it all work. And mm-hmm. even if you're an automated trader, like even I know some people might be listening to this and they're like, well, I, you know, I program, I use EAs, blah, blah, blah. The, you know, I don't have to worry about that or remove emotion from my trading, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, not really. Because not really. you turn it on, you turn it off, you modify it. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you, you're, you're still tinkering around. So it's really no different for a discretionary trader and, a, and an automated trader or, or what they call systematic trader, I guess. So, yeah, so that would be the biggest thing. And the other thing that drove that home for me was the Market Wizards books because I saw all these different traders who were successful and they all had different ways of doing it. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, because I always thought like there's got to be one way or maybe a couple of different ways it would work. And I didn't realize that there's all these paths you can take, you know, mm-hmm. and that was really cool, too, because it showed me a lot of them had that experience of having a terrible loss and then that sort of set them off on the right path in, in, sort of in terms of risk and stuff like that. So they really kind of recognized the importance of, of risk management. And then also it was, it was an eye-opener because like, wow, all these guys have totally different approaches and they're all making it work. So, so that's kind of like it sort of readjusted my reality and it wasn't about systems anymore because like, why would it be about systems? All these guys are, you know, they're trading 
totally different, mm-hmm. completely opposite in some, some respects, like 180 degrees opposite. So, so yeah, that was, for me, that was really important was the realization that it is about you, the trader, and not so much the system. The system's important and you interact with it and that relationship between you and the system is really important, but it's not the real gains you're going to make as a trader is once you realize that you are the reason why you succeed or fail. Everything else is just kind of like, like real estate. They say real estate, location, 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 right? And that's true. Like you can have a gorgeous mansion, but if that mansion is in like the ghetto of like South Central LA, nobody going to want it, right? I mean, it's the same, it's the exact same thing. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Whereas, take the opposite. Let's say you find a total rat-infested, disgusting house that's barely hold up, but it's like in like in Beverly Hills. Guess what? Everybody's going to want it because what are they going to do? They're going to knock it down and fix it up. So it's the same thing with with your trading psychology. If if you have that part right, the system don't worry about that. Like that will come if you can get you right. Then it'll you know what I mean. It'll work. So that what about you? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think that's something that everybody goes through, and I just don't know if you can get around that or if there's a way to shortcut that realization. So maybe my thought is that maybe you can look at other areas in your life and figure out maybe what are your shortcomings there and try and fix those things first. And then that will carry over to your trading. Because I think um, just inherently the way that trading works, I think everybody defaults to the trading strategy. They want to have the highest strategy, uh, highest return strategy. They want to find the most successful trader. But in reality, it really comes down to your own psychology. So I think that might be one way to short circuit that mechanism. But I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I think you're, I think, well, you you sound a lot like Ed Sequoia because Ed Sequoia said that, right? Like in his book, I'll put in the link for you guys in the show notes, the um, the Trading Tribe book. He talks about how like, basically what you're saying in, in, a, in a different way, you know, if you have issues in your life, they're going to come up in your trading. And so the whole reason why they have these trading tribes around the world and you can find, probably find one pretty close to you for most people listening to this. Like, you know, he has these groups where the whole point of the group is, I don't go anymore. I used to go for years and years and years. And the whole point of it is for you to pull out those emotions, those dramas, like those things that are happening in your life that are like causing friction. You're supposed to experience those and, and kind of release them in a way, right? Mm-hmm. And so in a way, it's kind of really Freudian and the way that Freud talks about, you know, like in Freud's day, the steam engine was the big thing that everyone was relating things to like today it's a computer or whatever but back then it was you know the steam engine and so kind of like letting off steam sort of thing and that's kind of what the trading tribe was designed for by ed sequita was like look you have these things in your life that are like issues and touch points and little disagreements with people or issues with whatever you know whatever dramas are going on in your life and you're not allowed to get emotional about this you're not allowed to like especially as males you're not allowed to talk about them. You know, we're supposed to just kind of yeah. take it and, you know, be a man, yeah, <laughs> suck it up. you know, <laughs> suck it up, boy. Yeah. And so the whole thing about the trading tribe is to release it. And so, yeah, so he, I guess he, what I'm saying is he would have a similar approach, I think, to what you're saying, which is understanding that it's not just your system. It's not just you. It's just not how you, it's not just you and your trading journal. It's not you and your platform. It's everything that's kind of impacting that. And I feel really sorry. Like I feel really bad when I hear from traders who have people in their lives who don't like that they're 
doing trading and they think mm-hmm. that it's a waste, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's an influence, you know, that can really impact your overall bottom line. So I just, I find that, that what you said to be very true, you know, like that, that you have to have a way to release. It doesn't have to be trading tribe, but you got to find a way to get like for some people it's journaling, just writing down. For some people it might be like working out or running or riding their bike for, you know, miles and miles or, you know, whatever it is, like you've got to have this way of kind of like releasing that pent up energy, that pent up emotion inside of you that otherwise can seep into your trading and create like trading dramas, you know, where that's where they play out. So that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, totally. I mean, I've, I've studied quite a bit of um, like ancient cultures and how they heal people. And that's totally what it is. Um, a lot of them, you know, regardless of what method they use, sometimes they use some medicine, sometimes they use chanting or uh, rituals, but regardless of what they use, it's all about facing the trauma and then releasing it. And uh, until you're ready to face it, then it's still going to be there. It's still going to cause problems. And I've seen some pretty amazing um, healings with those types of methods. But yeah, it, it all comes down to, do you have the courage to face it and solve it? And I think that's the same in trading too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I bet you, when you, when you look at that, I bet you found that they kind of set it up in a way where like, you know, you, you have like a support system around it when you, when, like when you approach that, right? Like that's, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? That like we think of ourselves as so advanced and we have, we do have a lot of advancements today, but it's weird that there's certain areas I think that like historically, like you're saying, like ancient cultures had a better approach, like a better way. And this might be one of those areas where you see it pretty consistently, right? Like there's probably a very strong protocol in a lot of cultures for like, what do you do in this case? Like, how do you help someone through this? How do you get to the other side sort of thing? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, they have a lot of strong rituals and protocols and they also have the support group. So I think it's a similar thing in trading. If You you should have a support group and you should uh, try out some of these protocols that people have and you know, see if it works for you or not. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Thanks, Walter. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.